0: that John the Baptist had been beheaded by Herod. Now he's back. And the people were eager to see a miracle again. And he cometh to Bethesda, and they bring him a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And then the Lord did just an unusual thing. Matter of fact, there's a lot of unusual things in this story. But he did a very unusual thing. He took the man by the hand. He said, son, you go with me. We're going outside of the town. Now, there's been a lot of thought and speculation. Schofield points out that probably the reason he took the man out of the town because in Matthew eleven twenty one. 21... He had already pronounced the curse on this place called Bethesda. He says, Woe unto thee, Chorazin. Woe unto thee, Bethesda. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it should be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the day of judgment than for you. And he goes on to say uh, that he should be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the dead judgment than for thee. So he pronounces a judgment on this city. They had seen the Lord perform great, great miracles. And yet they were still steeped in unbelief. Now, keep that in mind because I believe that plays out into the story. Uh, as i I uh, was telling someone the other day, I've read this many, many times. And I must confess, I looked at it from the wrong side, looked at it from the wrong end of it. When you look at it as a whole, this plays a part into it. This man was in Bethesda, and the Lord had pronounced judgment on this city because they had, he had done miracle after miracle after miracle. And they rejected him, and rejected him, and rejected him. And he said, no more. As a matter of fact, he goes on to say this, it's going to be more tolerable for Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. He said this, he said, they didn't have an opportunity to see all the miracles you've seen. May I remind us today, We've seen God do a lot of things. We've been witness to a lot of miracles. We've been witness to the good hand of God in a lot of different ways. May we not never take it for granted. May we never take it lightly or carelessly. So, He would not perform a miracle in the city, but yet He took the men outside. And then went so far as to say this, when He was done, he sent him away to his own house, saying, Neither go into the town nor tell it to any in the town. He said, I don't want you to tell a soul there what I've done for you. Man, he's done with this place. But in a blessing, he helped this man. And the Bible and his healing was one that was very unusual. Very unusual. And uh, as I was having a discussion the other day with a man that was visiting me, and I appreciate that, uh, we we discussed this story. And I went back home and I got to thinking about that story. So I got to looking at it again. And uh, let me show you three things. First of all, notice his infirmity. Twice, the Bible says... He was a what? Blind man. Well, that's half of you. I need the other half now. He was what? A blind, man. a blind man. Blindness is an infirmity that prevents you from seeing what's right in front of you. If you're blind, you're unable to be affected by what is there. Well, Lamentation 351 says this. Don't miss it. Mine eye affecteth mine heart because of all the daughters of my city. Mine eye affecteth my heart. It's hard to be moved by what you cannot see. As a matter of fact, the Lord gave this reprimand to the church of the Laodiceans. And to the church of the lay on the sins, write these things, saith the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. And I say amen to that. I know thy works. Thou art neither cold nor hot. I would, thou would, cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I'll spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods, and I have need of nothing. And knowest not in any amazing, knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind. Do you get that? And blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy. To buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eyesight, that thou mayest see. Are you blind? You say, Preacher, you, you must have missed it. Nobody led me in here tonight. Now, now don't take this wrong. I'm not making fun of nobody, but you've not got a stick a poking to find your way. You say, no, I'm not blind. But I would suggest a whole lot more Christians are blind than what they think they are. Many times we hear statements like this. Are you listening? Are you listening? We hear statements like this. I don't see why we have to have church three times a week. I don't see why it's so important to me to bring my children to the house of God. I don't see why we have to these bus ministries and mini batch club. I don't see why we have to revivals and special services. I don't see why we keep taking on missionaries. I don't see why we do this and I don't see why we do that. Well it may be the reason you don't see is you're blind. This man had an infirmity. He was blind. He stayed in the bed. if your statement said, I, I just I just don't see why I need to come to church on Sunday night. I love a man told me one time, I don't see why anybody needs to go to church as much as you do. Well, he don't know me. Amen. Well, way, way I act sometimes, I think I need to double up on it. Say amen right there. And anyway, I don't see why we take on... I don't see why we... I don't see what they're really telling you is that they're blind. They're simply blind. See, a lot of people are blind. Notice his infirmity. But notice his improvement. And the Lord, now, I I can imagine, some of you would really struggle. He took the blind man by the hand and led him out by the town. And when he had spit on his eyes, don't worry, he didn't see it coming. I'm glad some of you are awake, amen. He didn't see it coming. And you would say, "Ooh, Boy, I'd love the Lord just to spit on me any time He wants to. Amen. Amen. But He spit on His eyes. He spit on His eyes. And the Bible says He put His hand upon him and He asked him what he saw. And He looked up and said, I see men walking. Now, I noticed three things. He was able to look up. He was able to see men. And he was able to see them walking. Now, I've read this story, I bet you, thousands of times. And I've always asked the question, Lord, why did you have to touch him again? Why did you not have the power to heal him to begin with? Why, why did he need a double touch, if you will, not just one? Well, we must settle something. We've got to settle this right now. If you don't settle this, you'll never get no further in this story. There's no lack on the Lord's part. Let's sell that. He, he, he had all the power to do whatever he wanted to do that day. There's no lack on his part. So the lack must be the other side. It was the man that had the problem. Oh, he'll help, he'll you. change your life when you get a hold of the fact. There's no problem with the Lord. If there's a problem, it's on my end. There's a problem, it's on your end. There's no problem with the Lord. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Say, Amen. Amen. He never changes. There's no problem on his part. There's a problem. It's on my end. So the problem comes down to why did it not work that well for this man? Well, there's several ideals. Perhaps... Satanic hindrance kept him. As a matter of fact, all the Bethesda besed- was under the penalty of judgment. Perhaps this man himself only half believed. I mean, the Lord did many mighty works there, and the great sin of that day was unbelief. Perhaps the Lord was teaching a deeper lesson that spiritual illumination comes gradually, not sudden. But I believe the lesson is this. I believe the lesson is for us. If I read my Bible correctly, all Scripture Is given for reproof and doctrine and correction, to exhort. So God put this story in the Bible, I believe, to tell us where we are. We see men, but how do we see men? We see them. We saw men today. But how do you view them? I believe the Lord is wanting for us to understand we can be in the same place. We've had a touch from God. How I many have I mean, been saved by the grace of God? Amen. You know the touch? Hallelujah. You've been touched? But you can be touched and still not see men right way. You you still be touched and not see them. The Bible, as a matter of fact, the Lord's disciples seemingly could not grasp the simple lesson from and and failed simple test. And and the Lord said in Mark eight seventeen, and when Jesus knew it, he said unto them, Why reason you because you have no bread? Perceive ye not, neither understand? Have ye your hearts yet hearkened? Having eyes, see ye not? Yeah. Having ears, but hear ye not? And do ye not remember? They're getting on the boat, and they start asking about bread. Now the Lord just fed five thousand. He just performed a great miracle, and they said. He's one, we're wondering about bread. Where's bread? They're, they asking, he said, don't you, don't you remember? They were blind to the things. Later on, he would, would tell them this in John 16, 12. I have yet many things to send you, but you cannot bear them now. How be it when the Spirit of truth has come? Hey, time out, time out. The Spirit of truth has come to you and I. We're not waiting for him to come. He has come already. For he shall not speak of himself, but whosoe shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So even though the, the men closest to Jesus, they had trouble seeing things. My! And the Lord helped me today. I'll be honest with you. He helped me today. Let me tell you a story. Very personal story. But I was reminded of it today. Years ago, I mean 24 years ago, 23, 24 years ago, I started seeing men Just a couple, and they—they just didn't do what I thought they ought to be doing. They didn't seem to care about anything spiritual. Didn't seem to be concerned. Didn't seem—it seemed like Jesus was shoved all the way to second and third and fourth place to everything else that was doing in life. And I got very angry. Very, And the devil was just beating me to death with it. Almost to the point. Almost to the point of, of causing me to do something stupid. But the Lord, in His grace and His mercy, helped me. And I began to realize I promised the Lord that day I would never let people get me in that kind of place. I saw a little of it starting to rise up today. And I said, I come back to church after starting and said, Lord, I remember what I promised you. I'm not going to let people get me in that place again. And I won't. But I must confess... I see things. I see where they're leading their families. I see how they're what they're. I see things, and I'm wondering. And you know what? I, I just want to get them, and and you know I just uh, shake them good. Did I hurt you. I have to be careful. I want to shake them good. Don't you see? Don't you see? Don't you see where you're leading your family? What you're doing? And Lord reminded me, no, they don't see. They see men walking. They see, they looked up, but they don't see. They don't see. They don't see. Oh. Your parents, you don't see. I remember when my grandson was the little bitty boy running around the church here. Yeah. <laughs> Stand up. He's not too little anymore. Okay. I remember. I remember when he run around this this church. I remember when he was playing. And I'm gonna tell you, he wouldn't probably be here had somebody not seen the need of being faithful. Where they're going, what are they doing? How are they leading their children, how 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 important it is to be what they, How important it is for husbands and wives to be together in what they do. And, and, I, and I say, don't they see, God? Don't they see? And you know what? God said, no. Didn't you read the text? They see men walking. Be men as trees. Walking. But they don't see. Clearly. But I, here's the key. And here's the dividing line of many of us in this place. Had the man said, I see I, men, I see men that look like trees walking. Okay, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, good. I'm going to go make my money and buy my toys, do all this. That's fine. That's all I need. That's all I want. That man could have left, could have left seeing men as trees. Now, if you see me as a tree, I'm an oak. Some of you are weeping willows. I mean... I just look at you and I want to weep. Amen. Some of you are like in Bradford, pears. Good wind, you'll break all the pieces. Boy, but you say, I see men as trees walking. But notice his infirmity. Notice his improvement. He's better. He's better. But I want you to see this. Notice his insistence. Now, this man, don't miss this. Don't miss this. This man would have got, would have never got a second touch unless he had wanted it. The Lord wouldn't have touched him. Had this man not wanted it? I believe so called Christians play a dangerous game. I believe they play a game. I'm saved! I'm saved, preacher! I'm saved! But nothing's ever changed in their life. They don't love God nor the church. Or, God, or spiritual things, and I fear they're going to live and die. Lord! Lord! Did we not witness? Lord! Lord! Did I not do this? Lord! Lord! Did I not come to church once in a while? Did I not? And Lord's going to say, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. I know the Lord, but more important, He knows me. Amen. Amen. I'm glad He knows me. So, His insistence. After that. Don't miss it. After that. Has the idea that after this man acknowledged... You know, here tonight, you could say, Lord, I don't see men right. I'm not seeing men right. And Lord, I want to see men clearly. And that, he put his hand again upon his eyes and made him look up, and he was restored and saw every man... Clearly, he was able to see men again. He was able to see that they were walking, but he wasn't satisfied with that. And the truth of this story is sometimes we can get seeing people in all the wrong ways, and we're not satisfied. Lord can let us see. Men clearly. You realize that your vision can be distorted. Your vision can be distorted. I love it. I tell you what, I tell you what, I know what's going on with them. I know what's going on with them. And never ask them, never know. Odds are, you've got very distorted vision. You don't know till you ask. You don't know. Notice his insistence. He was able to see me and his trees walking, but he wasn't satisfied. And how do you know? He don't get excited about being able to see. He's not shouting. He's not rejoicing. He don't know. I can see! see. He's not doing none of that. He said, I see men, trees walking and he's not satisfied. Jesus didn't walk away and leave him. He was better but he wasn't right. He could see better but he couldn't see clearly. He could see men but they were his trees. Newsflash! Men are not trees. I know some of you didn't know that. There's a few similarities. Trees take up space. So do people. Trees look good on your property. So do people. Trees require food and water. So do people. Trees require care. But so do people. There's a huge difference between men and trees. No doubt, he'd seen men, he'd seen Men before, no doubt he'd seen trees before. And he knew the difference. And he wasn't happy seeing men as trees. I want to ask you, do you see men as trees? Do you see the lost people in Granite Falls and Moteas as trees walking? Do you see people just filling up space? Do you see people? Do you see people? And if you do, Lord, help you. Do you see people as someone to fear? Now, there's some crazy, weird people out there. I mean, some really weird ones. I'm thinking of one right now. Really weird. I mean over-the-top weird. And I don't think you'll be stupid, but you ought not being live, being fearful of everybody you meet and seeing people as someone to fear. How do you see people? By the way, could we get real personal? How have you seen people sitting next to you tonight? How do you see them? How do you see? Well, I'm glad i bust kids. Wave at me, kids. Let me know you're listening. Well, I got two of them listening. Where's the rest of them? Wave at me, kids. Amen. Make sure you're awake. Go ahead, Matthew. Wave too. <laughs> how, how do you see them? Years ago, me and Darlene run a little church van. It was a Dodge, and it was a holy van. It anointed me with oil every Sunday. All over my shoes, my britches, it threw oil. It's crazy. I'd put a gallon of gas and three quarts of oil in that thing. We hauled these and didn't have much of a heater I, I ne- on. I got one time, one little boy, he noticed there was five girls. He said, I ain't riding this bus with all girls. I said, buddy, I'm not a girl. <laughs> we ran out van. People at the church... Didn't love those kids. Talked about how dirty they was and they smelled. And he got so bad that I picked up one one Sunday morning. Especially, she was exceptionally—I mean, exceptionally—rough. She she was she was she was dirty black from head to toe, and then had no shoes on. And I'm thinking, Lord, if they they they. They don't like them now. They're going to really be upset with them. And I was just thinking, just, just driving and thinking. And the Lord touched my heart and said, Why, I picked you up and your heart was blacker than she'll ever be. Hey, I picked you up. She ain't got no shoes, but you didn't have no hope. How do you see these bus kids? Yeah. Amen. Do you just see them as, well, I, just, uh, I just tell you, well, I just tell I'm not going to serve them kids. Is that the way you see them? You know the way the Lord sees them? The Lord sees every one of them one day become an adult. Every bus kid, every adult that rode a church bus to church, would you stand? Every adult that you rode a church bus to church. Wow. 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 With the exception of Jimmy, boy, these are great people, aren't they? Amen. <laughs> You can be seated. <laughs> no, I, Jimmy knows I love him. If he know, When I quit doing that, he'll know I'm mad at him. I ain't going to be mad at him. Hey, I'd like to remind you, the pastor's wife of this church was a bus kid. Somebody saw her more as just, than just a kid riding a bus. How do you see people? do you see them? How do you see them? How, How do you see people you work with? Do you see the babies in the nursery as trees walking? Do you see the people on the pews at the church as trees walking? Do you see men and women and boys and girls clearly? Maybe God touched your heart one day and you looked up and you see people for the first time and you say, Wow, I can see! But they look like trees walking. Maybe tonight you need to say, God touch me again. I want to see people clearly. Matthew fourteen fourteen, And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them and healed their sick. Mark 6, 34. And Jesus, when He came out, saw saw much people and was moved with compassion toward them. Stop right now. If you, you cannot see people have compassion, your heart is hard. You less God. Maybe that's the reason why this morning there was tears, but some said "dried, because your heart's so hard. God. Is... I don't mind the tears. Matter of fact, I like seeing tears. Just tells me God's squeezing your heart and it's throwing out your eyes. That's all. But it's when hearts are so hard that you can never see people. Do you see their needs? Do you hear the cries for help? Do you discern the longing for friendship? Do you take time to know what's going on and truly care? Do you love them? Speak to them. Check on them. Miss them when they're not here. Blind man wasn't happy one touch. The blind man wasn't happy with the Improvement blind man wasn't satisfied to see me in his trees walking. He wanted another touch. He wanted more. He wanted to see every man clearly. When we ask God to let us see people clearly, God may surprise you. God may surprise you. You may for the first time see that person that you give up on, you might see a God that can touch them one more time. You may see something you've never seen. And may, may we. I, I love this story. A blind girl who hated herself purely for the fact that she was blind. The only person she didn't hate was her loving boyfriend as he was always there for her. She said, if I could only see the world, I would marry you. What she told her boyfriend. One day, someone donated a pair of eyes to her. Now she could see everything. She could see the world, including her boyfriend. But to her... Um, shock and amazement her boyfriend was blind too and she said "I's no way I can marry a blind man so as he walked away in tears he later wrote a letter to her saying honey please just take care of my eyes please take care You know what? The Lord loved you so much that He went to a cross called Calvary, shed His life's blood. I got a hunch if He'd do that for me, that if I ask Him, Lord, I see men. I see them. I see them. But Lord, I'm not sure I'm seeing them clearly. I want to see them clearly. I got a hunch if he would die for me, he would open my eyes to where I could see people clearly. See them every Sunday school class. When you see them babies. And I mean, they're doing, I mean, it's one of them blowout days. You know what I mean? We pick up the diapers afterwards. It's a blowout day. <laughs> and you say, I just don't know why I can do this again. You'll look at that child and say, but one day, hey, one day, they're going to be an adult. One day, that little boy's going to be a young man. And I've got an opportunity now to tell him Jesus loves him, and I do too. Dr. Jack Oz, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Hammond, Indiana. He came to church one Sunday morning for Sunday school. He walked in the Sunday school class and he noticed everybody had shoes on but him. He climbed up on the teacher's lap and he said this. Those. Jesus loved me as much as the kids that have shoes. And that wise teacher said, Jackie boy, he probably loves you more. Changed his life. As an old man, he remembered that story. He remembered that story. Here tonight, how do you see men? It's all stand to your feet, every head bowed and every eye closed.